Hi everyone and welcome to Baka Bitches. We are two 30-something-year-olds who enjoy drinking and discussing anime. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Hannah. And we'll be watching Aron High School Host Club. And just fair warning, we will be watching this as a dub and not a sub. Don't come at us. Uh, other disclaimer is, is that there will be spoilers, so if you don't want to be spoiled, uh, pause and watch the episode yourself, and then come back and listen along. Uh, we will also be uh, going over explicit content, and we'll probably say some pretty explicit things, so listener, beware, and it's to your own discretion. We hope you enjoy. Pour yourself a drink and join us. got this yeah we got this all right hello everyone and welcome to baka bitches i'm hannah and i'm stephanie and tonight we are going over episode three beware the physical exam but first before we begin tonight we are drinking a concoction of ginger beer mm-hmm. watermelon mint Limeade and gin. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, there's a lot of things that I just rattled off. They are all in this drink. It's it's not bad. No, it's really good. It's not like super strong in any of the flavors. It just all melts together. It's good. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I got I got momentarily distracted, but yes, it is good. It's better than you would assume. Also, our standards are very low. Um, I'll just about drink anything, but no, for real, it's good. I'm not like, oh, this is disgusting, but I'll drink it anyways. Mm -hmm. It's still like, oh, this is really nice. That's true. Like, do you guys want to keep hearing about us talking about drinks or about the anime? Because we're here for both. Yeah, we're We're not a mixologist podcast, right? That's true. Not our next podcast. Ooh, maybe. All right. So for episode three, beware the physical exam. Our synopsis indicates the host club scrambles to find a way to prevent Haruhi's gender from being discovered during the annual physical examinations. Their attempts fail miserably until Kyoya steps in with a doctor who promises not to reveal her secret. Meanwhile, Dr. Yabu enters the room searching for his daughter and is falsely accused of making a pass, in quotes, at a female student. Kyoya accurately assesses the man's daughter is probably attending Oran Public High School due to the doctor's story of financial difficulty. Tamaki provides him with directions, and Haruhi is impressed by the club's insight and kindness and decides to stick with them. Although, personally, (laughs) I feel like she also just didn't have a choice. Yeah, literally, I think she decided to stick with it because she wants to pay off her debt, not because she's inspired by these, uh, quote-unquote, do-gooder boys. (laughs) But all right, yeah, we'll go with that. I mean, this is like... Uh, what Wikipedia synopsis stuff? So you know people are probably writing these 
like with the best I don't know intentions if that makes sense for these characters anyways um yeah so let's get into this episode that was full of things but also not full of things right all right so our opening scene yes because we have to set that up Mm -hmm. last time they had this jungle paradise this Mm -hmm. time it is this outdoor tea party yes because it is officially springtime in the anime. And of course, they have to mm. watch the Sakura Blossoms doing all the pretty Sakura Blossom mm. things. Also, Hannah, mm-hmm. none of these teacups are as beautiful as my princess. <laughs> How does that make you feel when I say that? Um, what if I said it like this? Hannah, <laughs> none of these teacups are as beautiful as you, my princess. Oh, I now just, how do you feel? I got the butterflies. Stop I'm looking at me. Like, <laughs> how do you feel if you just heard it and weren't looking at my face? Um, I would say who dat first of all mm, because like who dat or like who dat. Uh, ooh, good question. Mm, you know what? I'll go with the latter just to uh, you know throw a little curveball because generally, if I hear someone seductively like anything for my princess, I oh. I have like concerns because that doesn't happen to me. Oh, and and if it was just kind of coming out of nowhere and I don't see anyone, like then I'm gonna think my shit is haunted. Oh yeah, um, true. <laughs> but I'm also curious enough to be like. Who is that? <laughs> you know? So you would be curious who is that? Yeah. But not necessarily. Oh, thank you, oh, senpai. <laughs> thank you, senpai. <laughs> I love you, senpai. Um, Which is really the reaction we were seeing in this tea party scene. Oh, well, yeah, that's because all these girls are twisted up in the game with all these boys super twisted as in the famous twin testing that we saw right off the bat Ooh, talk gosh. to me about that hannah oh my gosh what were that, your thoughts and feelings on that i have so Describe many thoughts it. and feelings okay so we obviously twins are there twin testing all over the place and they are at a table with two girls and you know they're like oh you know next time uh just keep your eyes on me. Just only look at me, blah, blah, blah. You know, all that like really weird twin stuff. And these two girls at the table, they're like, "Ah!" you know, just all over it. And one of the girls is like, oh, I can't look. Um, Because I mean, maybe there's something deep down in her that is like, this isn't okay. But the other girl is like, no, no, you must watch this because there will you don't know if there will be another time to see this happening and i'm sitting there thinking like god i hope not because that's this is not okay and secondly every episode they're like that there is always a time to see that <laughs> what what were your thoughts on that moment my thoughts were literally, what girl is falling for this? There's I want to understand the type of girl who sees this happening mm-hmm. and doesn't just think it's okay, but is actively turned on by it. 
that's the girl that I want to understand because I don't understand it right now. In my mm-hmm. 30-something years of living, yeah, I can't envision a way that this makes sense to me. So even if you try to think back to your 14, 15, 16-year-old self, you and saw be two like, hot brothers making out, <laughs> yeah. almost making out, yeah, flirting with each, each other. other. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, my fourteen-year-old self would just be like, "That's fucking weird." Same, yeah. I just, I don't really know what the author, the the mangaka or mangaka. I don't know. Um, I'm white. It's fine. Um, really thought of when she made this and or he I don't know anymore um like this I'm gonna add this extra like it's one thing to have twins as hosts it's another thing to have twins that their gimmick is to flirt and imply um really dark and messed up things in their relationship and make it okay and i think that's probably gonna be one of the biggest things that we'll gripe about in this anime is the fact that we're okay in incestuous relationships <laughs> even if it's just a gimmick because then even if it's just a gimmick it's a gimmick because there's still an audience out there <laughs> in the academy that that vies to see this and witness it. And I I don't know. It's too much. It's too much. Um, (laughs) uh, Anyways, um, we'll move on from that um, because I could probably just dedicate a whole episode to, to ranting about that really. So then we see, let's see what else. It's the springtime. It's a tea party outside to enjoy the viewing. Um, Everyone is there. Uh, Haruhi is dressed up in a nice... uh, Would that be... It's not a kimono. It is a yukata or something like... No, not yukata. That's summertime wear. It is super summertime. But it's still... It's a really nice Japanese garb that I forgot the name of. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, Correct me politely in the comments or, you know, send us an email. I get it. We'll have to clean house later. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so some of them are dressed as waiters. Tamaki is... I think Kyoya is, the twins are, um, and the rest are dressed in uh, era period uh, Japanese clothing, more or less, um, to go with whatever theme that they're having. Uh, Kyoya's hawking (laughs) magazines dedicated to specific boys of the host club that these princesses can purchase if they want and uh then everyone questions kyoya how they got pictures of them um but you know he's a businessman and when once again i appreciate kyoya and his his money making ways so can't fault him for any of that 
Um, and then... Would you purchase one of those? Uh, That's what I want to know. Now, see, if it was Kyoya, absolutely. Cause yeah, he didn't actually have one for himself. Absolutely that not. No, he's he's background man. Um, hmm. So, you know, he just, he doesn't uh, really have any of those. I think it would be kind of weird if he was like, yeah, we'll make a ton of me <laughs> as a magazine. Because you don't even really see him interacting with the girls, right? Through this right. series. You just... You see every other boy doing their thing, and he's just kind of in the background with, like, a notebook or something <laughs> and doing his nerdy profit stuff. Um, so, but, yeah, I would I would, ha- I would, buy a Kyoya one. Um, How much you? would you pay for it? Like, how many doll hairs would you spend on it? Uh, you know what? I'd pay a good... Fourteen dollars for it. Ooh, yeah. For, hmm. I okay. mean, we don't yeah, really know. Fair. I mean, because that's like a typical right now, a current price for okay. a, a typical right. magazine yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, here you know. Heard. Um, yeah. You know, and especially if there's like a nice centerfold. All right. Yeah. <laughs> centerfold. What do you envision you know. on the centerfold? Oh, you know, like, you know shirtless it's fine oh yeah you know gotta make it something good um but also i would say okay i'm gonna backtrack to preface it like this 15 16 year old me would pay 14 dollars for a good looking academy boy doing a magazine or whatever you know okay that's sure. fair yeah someone my age me as an adult i would not <laughs> i mean i would hope not right i'm i go for uh now what if they were my age what if they were like 25 plus okay yeah then mm. sure you know it's legal all right yeah yeah <laughs> okay all right we've you talked know. a lot about <laughs> tangent quite a bit on photo books yeah sure and uh paying for that so i think what i enjoyed most Mm -hmm. about this episode and i'm saying that now because i i guess in retrospect i actually really have two favorite parts of this anime so go on my one favorite part that stands out here is that this episode is the first episode in the series that breaks the third wall (laughs) where Tamaki just makes the statement this anime is about me and Haruhi and you guys are just the supporting (laughs) main characters yes to go along with this and I just thought that was really fun and Mm -hmm. you know I don't know if that was how it was originally in in the Japanese version but I thought that this was just really different for an anime to like Mm -hmm. call out the fact that this is not real life this is just for the fun this is just for the lulz but to um to break that to the audience i thought was really mm. it was really quite humorous i do appreciate uh media that does that um like uh <laughs> and this is kind of bunny trillion a little bit but in comparison uh, one of my favorite uh scripted shows is supernatural and at some point because it was such a long series that they started breaking the fourth wall or um, making fun of itself and all of that and i appreciate that kind of stuff and to see it 
in an anime, especially episode three. Right. <laughs> it's it's kind of nice to oh, kind yeah. of switch it up for episode sure. Episode three. Mm-hmm. I think I said third wall instead of fourth. My I think bad. you said fourth. I don't know. I whatever wall <laughs> you they're trying to what break. I meant. They I were understood. breaking it. Yeah. They were here for it. They were breaking they it. They were shattering it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I thought that that was really fun. Um and then just Operation Conceal Haruhi's gender. <laughs> yes. And but, just like the only motivation she has is I'm going to go through with this on the precipice of fancy tuna. right like that was her motivation which i mean girl heard like i'm here for it the food i mean not the Mm -hmm. tuna but like but specifically the fact that it's food and it is gonna be much more elevated than my normal cuisine of like craft mac and cheese Mm -hmm. and instant mashed potatoes and dino nuggies dino nugs <laughs> don't you dare hate on my dino nugs. i absolutely do not i used to eat those all the time used to we're eating those next week Hannah. <laughs> oh hell yeah i'm here for it as long as we have ranch not ketchup hell yeah okay all right. perfect <laughs> all right um yeah so that was really fun her yes. motivation is her motivation for continuing to conceal her gender mm-hmm. is for fancy tuna yes what would be your motivator food motivator food oh man what's Um, on your bucket list of foods that you just think is just so up there oh gosh that is a really good question um i would have to say uh, it's really hard um because how hard so hard oh yeah daddy (laughs) um it's hard to say because um we're not picky and we like so many foods exactly and (laughs) and i also think of well i'm never gonna be or at least i don't think unless i win the lottery i'm never gonna be rich enough to even think about going to any place that would have a hard to get food Mm. you know and or it's like well if i really wanted it i'd find a way to make it myself Oh. You know, kind of a thing. Um, the only thing I could really think of is like some sort of like truffle thing. Okay. Because I, I was love, thinking that too. <laughs> yeah. I love truffle. It's expensive. Yes. Um, but I love truffles and mushrooms and stuff like that. So okay. an elevated dish with that and maybe like mm. some really fancy hard to get ingredient made mm. pasta mm-hmm. or something along those oh, lines yeah you know? definitely fresh pasta mm-hmm. something like made that then scratch. i'd be like you know yeah. what yeah um but you don't need to zhuzh it up with something like crazy like putting edible gold flakes on it because yeah. i think like that's unnecessary i don't need that so in my what's mouth what's that gonna do for your digestive system nothing my my yeah. brown poop is gonna have gold in it it's like okay your poop is now worth more than your day job yeah <laughs> right? nobody like, wants fantastic that. and i'm literally flushing it down the toilet heard uh you know so i don't need any of that like don't like put fucking i don't know caviar on top of it because i'm not gonna eat that i'm not gonna eat the caviar yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm here for elevated dining, but mm-hmm. I can't say that I'm nece- necessarily here for like the gourmet five Michelin star dining because no. if I can't pronounce the menu item, I'm going to be honest, I probably am <laughs> not going to enjoy it. 
Also, I'm going to leave feeling hungry. <laughs> Absolutely. Because you know those uh, portions are going to be like They're minuscule. a dime size. Minuscule. Yeah. Okay, so my food. Yes. You're not asking, but I'm going to tell you what my food is. I ask you. You didn't give me the time. <laughs> listen. 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 I'm Linda. so excited to talk about this food because mm. I saw it one time on YouTube. Mm. <laughs> on an episode of... I can't remember that one with the Asian guy and the white guy, and they go and they wait, try different foods. What? On like they're like doing some BuzzFeed thing. Oh, okay. And, and they BuzzFeed. like they do different dining where they try it at like a a low, intermediate, and then like expensive level, and then they rate them all together. Oh, okay. On which okay. one they would prefer. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, this this food that I would really want to try would be where. They bring out this gigantic ass cheese wheel. Oh. And then they mix your pasta in this cheese wheel. (laughs) And then they take it from this melty cheese wheel and then they put it onto your plate directly. Oh, yeah. So they got this hot ass pasta with like the starchy water. And they mix oh, it in that that cheese so wheel. You know good. what I'm talking about? That yes. big ass cheese wheel. You've yes. seen it. We all envision it. this cheese wheel. I have watched those videos yes. so many times because I'm like, that makes such a me turn on. Such a turn on. <laughs> really Literally funny. thinking about this right now, so turned on. Um, <laughs> that would be my thing that I feel like I would definitely want to try it. It's oh, like yeah. my bucket food item that I'm like, I'm probably I'm here never going to get there. We Maybe we it. could make we could recreate it at some point. We could just get like a wedge of Parmesan and just like put like one singular <laughs> fettuccine like, noodle in there. Just like. And we'll just take turns. We'll just lady we'll in the trampet. Lady in the tramp this one noodle, Hannah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That We're would elevate the experience. We're here for it. Um, Absolutely. Oh, that would be a thing to see, wouldn't it? Um, uh, that's for our Patreon. <laughs> That we don't have. Well, that's behind a paywall. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. That would be fun. That would be my food item that I would want to try that would make me stop and consider a lot of things that I would not normally consider, which is Haruhi's thing, right? Where she's yeah. like, oh, her ears perk up. Fancy tuna. Mine would be mm-hmm. homemade pasta in a cheese wheel. In a giant ass <laughs> thing of cheese. <laughs> exactly. In a cheese wheel. You know what? Honestly, I think I, like a while ago when I first saw those kind of videos yeah i i googled how expensive those cheese wheels are. because you're like if i could just I buy like, this cheese wheel and be set for life if i could just fucking just, like, order never that, cheese yeah, again absolutely just everything in there you know oh i'm making chicken well guess what it's going in the fucking cheese wheel yes <laughs> <laughs> those dino nuggies aren't looking so bad oh, huh i mean if they've been swirled in that cheese wheel absolutely. we're good <laughs> absolutely all right all right, we're done cheese balling yeah, it. Yep, yep, yep. I guess. If we maybe have to maybe be- later. When we stop <laughs> recording, I'll talk about it later. All right, so then what <laughs> happens next? Okay. Um Um well, okay. So we we do cut to uh because they mention that it is a physical day the physical next day. Physical examinations, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh so Tomaki once again this As he boy, does. this boy and his imagination are something else. Um, he is because all the the boys are like, yeah, you know, um, because we're gonna have our physical exams tomorrow. Like Haruhi's probably gonna be found out, and of course, in Tamaki's mind, it's like, 
oh, maybe that's not such a bad thing because I care for her and I just want her to be a girl. And me, 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 and me. Then, and then she'll finally embrace her feminine side and lean on me to protect her from me. all these people that are staring at her. Me. <laughs> And it's just so kind of it. His mind is crazy. His mind is crazy. That's all I can say of him just running wild. And um, what did you think about that whole thing with him just kind of going crazy with his own scenarios of if Haruki was revealed? I think it's very typical and in in line with his character. Mm-hmm. I think that it kind of breaks the gender stereotype, especially mm-hmm. at that time where a man is more being romanticizing of a relationship that mm-hmm. is not existing, mm-hmm. where that would typically be more of a female thing, especially a female thing in high school oh, to be like, gosh, yeah. oh, I'm just the outcast and I hope that he notices me. And he just cups my face just right and protects me. <laughs> yeah. And um, I feel like that's very typical of like high school girl, middle school mm-hmm. girl type of age. Then again, I've also never been a high school boy. True. I just don't assume that that's their deepest, darkest fantasy, which is yeah. how it's portrayed in the anime that this is really just like what's on the forefront of his mind what he's thinking about yeah where in my head and you know this is potentially me just (laughs) putting on a falsehood of actually what boys of this age are thinking about but you know it's not about just the romantic let me hold you Mm -hmm. and protect you but more about like what action can i get out of this yeah. Like, what physical release could I possibly <laughs> be getting here? So I thought that yeah. that was interesting. I mean, for his particular character that he has in the anime, I think it's very in line with it. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how realistic that is. Yeah. Of this Scenario. magnitude mm-hmm. for this age and demographic is all i'm trying to say yeah. if you were a teenage boy once uh and you fantasized as much as tamaki does did uh let us know because i would i would actually like to hear we'd uh, like a lot of different opinions yeah. on how this plays out i think yeah because i mean to me i i guess i always even as a teenage girl imagined guys just were like huh <laughs> boobs boobs <laughs> you know <laughs> and whereas i mean knowing myself and on a personal level i was definitely that that had the imagination run wild if i had a crush on a boy it was awful and i hated being in my head uh, when i had a crush on a boy because it just would not stop obsessing over Mm. all these different scenarios of something happening, which never did, by the way, spoiler alert. Oh, Um, you know, but so I, I would absolutely love to know, um, other boys's (laughs) experience if they, in their teenage years, uh, experienced that or what they did experience, um, when they liked a girl. But anyways, anyways, um, to get back on track, mm-hmm. uh, Tamaki, 
once again refers to himself as daddy. Um, daddy. <laughs> daddy. Um, <laughs> as he's trying to once again convince Haruhi to just be a girl again. Mm-hmm. And be that, pretty. Me, yeah. me, 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 me. I want mm-hmm. what's best and most visually pleasing for me. Yeah. So selfish. Absolutely. And Haruhi being the Mary Sue in a way of not even standing up for herself against him when he gets like this. She just kind of lets it happen. And then she's like, well, I don't really, I don't really care. I mean, what in high school you kind of be the same? You're just like, whatever person is adjacently doing something to me. Yeah. I just... I personally feel like I'd be like, okay. You're kind of weird, but all right. You're just being weird over there. Yeah, just maybe do that on the other side of the campus. Right. (laughs) Away from me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just... I don't know. Anyways, um, the rest of the group is like, well, you know, if Haruhi gets found out um, during physical exams... um, well, then she's not going to be able to uh, be in the host club anymore, which I don't know who's making those rules up because I feel like it's Tamaki and everyone else making those rules. So why couldn't they just make an exception if she was found out and just like, well, she's here. She still technically has to pay off this debt somehow. Right. It's just she's going to be doing that as a female now. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but no, they're like, oh. We, we actually should keep her gender a secret so that she can continue to be part of the host club. Which probably makes more sense if the, when you put this in the context of this anime is like 15 plus years old. True. Nowadays, those kind of things don't matter as much. I think since mm-hmm. it's a lot more socially acceptable mm-hmm. for like, you know love is love doesn't matter this and that Mm -hmm. which is really kind of Haruhi's stance is you know what does it matter what I look like or what my gender is it's just who I am on the inside which I know we had talked about in episode one is just being very novel for her to be talking about especially that many years ago yeah she she was transcendent right that kind (laughs) of carries into this episode where you know, it might kind of seem confusing now, but when you think about the fact of, you know, just the age of the anime, it mm-hmm. maybe makes a little bit more sense from where this was coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I keep forgetting to put myself back in, you know, 2006. Right. It's it's so <laughs> old compared, so you know, for what has happened in this amount of time. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that they're also in Japan where it's a lot more open to be talking about things about physical attributes, mm-hmm. but not being painted in a negative way, but just painted in a, it's just the truth. Yeah. So to move on with the story about physical examinations, our next scene is, you know, mm-hmm. we've got this girl who's not by any stretch of the imagination large, but she is visibly drawn a microscopic amount larger than everyone else next to her. And she's on a scale in front of a doctor and Mm -hmm. 52 of her peers 
being told that she's lost a couple of pounds Mm -hmm. down from last year. And then everybody who's watching her get weighed Mm -hmm. claps. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) I I have so many questions. Most of all, what the fucking hell is this shit? (laughs) It is... I mean, it's... What is this shit? I mean, and I realize this is in Japan, where it's very much like, hey, it looks like you put on a couple pounds, and it's not said in a way that makes you feel bad. It's just more commenting, you've put on a couple pounds. (laughs) Kind of like, hey, you changed your hair color. (laughs) Right. I like your nails. You changed your nail color. Mm -hmm. You put on a couple pounds. It's really just... Like you should. It's just commentary. It's an observation. Right. An yeah. observation. That's a good way to put mm-hmm. it. But now like in America, we don't do that shit. No. We no. do not do that. Unless. <laughs> we say, oh, I can tell you put on a couple pounds, you fatty McFatterson. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you want to get punched. It would just, you know, people don't bring stuff like that up here in the, yeah. in the States as much. I feel like unless it's something that's positive, mm-hmm. you know, so maybe it would be brought up in the light of not like, Hannah, come step on the scale. You lost three pounds at girls night. Let's all mutually <laughs> clap for you. Yeah. I but feel- it, like, what I is this? Like, this is, like, that is uh, a really quick road to go down to an eating disorder yes <laughs> like, it absolutely, absolutely is which maybe explains a lot of things for i don't know asian culture maybe why they all look a certain way you know granted also many things like diet and exercise but whatever mm, fuck that yeah, shit but minor also, detail who why is anyone commenting on anyone? Like, I'm well, just not here for that I aspect mean, of it. First of all, like, there, there's a lot to unpack um, with the plot point of this episode. Uh, because one, like, I know in American high schools, we had um, not necessarily physical exams, but... Oh, I you, definitely did. Like, well, I mean, like, P, it was usually during PE, uh-huh. at least in my experience, Um and it was more or less testing, you know, your stamina, your strength, and blah, blah, blah. Um, luckily, there was no rope I had to climb because my school was generally kind of, like, ghetto and poor. But did you get weigh-ins? Um, because we no, did. No. Oh, we did. We never got I weigh-ins. I got that, and which is why I'm envisioning this happening in front of all my peers. Being in middle which, school, yeah. being so self-conscious as it is because... I mean, I was definitely an average middle schooler. I was Mm -hmm. not underweight. I was not overweight. I was just average. Yeah. But just being so self-conscious because of the fact that I'm in middle school, Mm -hmm. I would not want anyone to see that number. Right. I didn't even want to see that number. Like, and and why aren't you doing that? Like, if you're going to do it that way... Why aren't you doing it in a more private setting where a student can go individually with a physician? Yes. Or like two physicians technically. She just was getting weighted her dress, shoes, and Everything nylons. In front of all of 
basically the whole academy yes because it was like in this giant but i don't understand room. that that's it, that is weird to me and i mean mm-hmm. maybe that's, the whole thing is weird maybe that's the social norm in japan right that's sure what, that's what i don't sure. know we yeah all we i know is know. how it would make me feel because of how i felt in my own experience mm-hmm. having it only been between me stepping on a scale and then the one adult recording my information right and then why is that even necessary what business do they have doing that like you don't you don't think i have a scale that i step on practically every day anyway what does that have to do with my academics why are we really has nothing i don't understand why we're doing that and and what if this girl had gained three pounds instead of lost everyone's gonna boo and hiss at her obviously (laughs) yeah not not forming a complex at all uh yeah no i have a lot of freaking complaints i guess about some of this stuff like and i guess it is because i never went to a school that literally had me step on a scale in front of everyone i mean thank goodness because i have never been one that's super skinny right and so and even if i was i can still imagine being as insecure as i was in those ages like even if i was technically within normal weight limits um that i would be i I would develop a complex yes you know, it's Absolutely. kind of like, especially if I knew uh, the physical exams were coming down the pike every year, I'd be like, oh, I guess I should maybe not eat as much. Just crash for, dieting yeah. for however long you, you know, do at that age time. Starve yourself. Six days. Yeah. Whatever. It's not healthy. Six days, 16 days, 60 days. Anything. I mean, that's not the right age group for that to be your focus on right your focus should be on being being healthy Mm -hmm. sure yeah but getting the nutrition you need so that you can you know study hard Mm -hmm. rest well do all these things it shouldn't be about a number on a scale in front of all of your peers right like what a terrible time yeah and especially you would think in this setting of really rich spoiled kids that they wouldn't even have to do this kind of thing. Like, uh, I, I'm their families are rich enough to, you know, probably hire a personal chef that just cooks everything anyway. Oh, so it's wouldn't that like, be nice? Oh, that's the dream, Stephanie. That is the dream. Really? Because my dream is personal chauffeur. Uh, both. They oh, both. okay. Because <laughs> I they're gonna <laughs> chauffeur us while they cook for us. <laughs> It's just like multitasking. They've got a little griddle up there. They're just like making flapjacks. They're like, hey. You you want some snackies? It's snackies time. And I'll be like, yeah, snackies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. So, you know, they've probably got a nice like personal chef that cooks for them, makes them Her. balanced meals. Must be nice. It really must be. And then over here, I'm just like feeding my toddler scraps. I'm like, okay, you Dino get nuggies. <laughs> hummus and pita, leftover diced up hot dog, blueberries for health, <laughs> and frozen broccoli so that I don't you know look what? like a bad mommy. Oh, wow. No, that like mm-hmm. is way more mm-hmm. balanced than my <laughs> my meals that I make myself as an adult. And I'm cooking for one. <laughs> I mean, all my kids' meals are healthier than mine because I don't yeah. eat fruits. Unless they're in a cocktail. <laughs> 
And that doesn't really count. What? (laughs) Wow, rude. Get out. (laughs) Okay, Okay. bye. Before this goes on too long, um, Mm -hmm. we're basically at the end here. So Mm. I feel like this episode wraps up really quickly. Okay, so our synopsis of the entire episode revolves around the physical exam. Mm-hmm. And also um, our doctor. Our, yeah, our very strange our doctor. Which doctor. leads me to my favorite quote. <laughs> yes, go on. Which is, and then he touched me on the shoulder. Oh, do you think that he's a pervert? <laughs> <laughs> which is just really funny to me because, I mean, it's not like he was up fingering her butthole. <laughs> Or like grab her by the pussy, <laughs> wrist deep under her blouse. Like he just was like, I feel like a normal person, absolutely, who's like, let me grab your shoulder to get your attention mm-hmm. and be like, hey, excuse me. And then she's just like, huh, huh, pervert doctor. I know. How dare he? Like the shoulder of all places he could have grabbed onto. Like it would be more salacious yeah. <laughs> if he grabbed onto her wrist to stop her. Her wrist, her, wrist. her neck, her hair, <laughs> yeah. her Daddy. whatever, Better her titty, like whatever. <laughs> titty. Like it was just sure. like her shoulder. And then, the and then the quote was just like, do you think that he's a pervert? Yes, automatically. Of course I think he's a pervert because every <laughs> male ever is a pervert. No, honestly, <laughs> what? No, 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 no. <laughs> Again, I mean, is this a sign of the times or is just maybe what? Both. I don't know. Or just like it the was just cultural funny. It thing. was just funny. It, it's really, it's really funny. Um, just because, and maybe it is like partly a cultural thing because uh, Japan, you're very, you're supposed to have a lot of respect for people's autonomy. You oh, know, okay, you true. know, like. Um, Which is funny because they sardine themselves into like <laughs> trains and yeah. subways and all that. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, as long as you don't touch people's shoulders on the train, then you're, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> if I even look at your shoulder, I'm basically harassing you're you. You're undressing them with your eyes. <laughs> no, what I'm actually doing is trying to put more clothes on you visually. Like, please, please, lady. <laughs> okay, so what's up with this doctor? Let's let's talk about this doctor mm-hmm. really quickly. Why is this doctor there? Why do we um, find out he's there? Well, <laughs> because he's stupid. <laughs> more or less. Uh, we find out that he has a very sad story um, so sad. <laughs> that I'm going to try and take seriously. Uh, but he is a legitimate doctor and he is basically a poor doctor, but not uh, because he's a terrible doctor. I guess he's a pretty decent one at the very least. It's just he unfortunately his biggest sin, aside from being stupid, is that he would be doing he would practice medicine uh for free he would not charge his uh patients at all uh to be seen which uh continued to put him more and more in debt as well as his family he had a wife and a daughter and they were they were probably in the very beginning begging him please charge for your work you know, please charge your patients. That is what a doctor does. You you need to support your family and you're not doing that, dad. Um, and they finally had enough of being in debt and struggling. 
which understandable. I get it. I want to be taken care of. Um, Mm. Not saying that I also wouldn't work, but you know, I I would like to find a man that uh, charges for his work. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, if we're going to go there. Okay. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Um, So they decide to leave him. And because of this, uh, he eventually is like, oh, I miss my daughter and I need to make things right, blah, blah, blah. And she goes to this academy, or so he thinks. Mm -hmm. And so he was looking for his daughter this whole time in Oron Academy. And, uh, you know, uh, come to find out, he was at the wrong school all along. Wow. I know. So this person that we really haven't seen this entire episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but that the actual pivoting plot point of the story has revolved around. Yep. Is, is this doctor being lost trying to find his daughter <laughs> to make amends? And he's at grabbing, the wrong ra- Grabbing one female student on the shoulder like a pervert yeah. would. Right. Like a pervert. <laughs> and Kyoya's like, yeah, if he's in so much debt and he's that poor because he doesn't charge uh, his patients any money to see him... It, chances are his daughter, like, is is not going to go here because they can't afford freaking this Reish Academy anyways. And, which is a valid point. And uh, turns out she goes to, I don't know, Aron uh, Public High School, you know? <laughs> and this dad is his greatest sin, aside from being stupid and poor. is that he does not pay attention to his family, (laughs) clearly. Which I love how that gets called out by one of the students. Like, are you sure (laughs) that you didn't get left because of this? And then just like bitch slaps him with like verbal truth. Which he needs. He clearly needs that. Yeah, truth. Fair. He does. I feel like we all need that, but maybe not by a high schooler. But let's not get to that point, folks. Let's help each other out. Yeah, let's maybe be more observant yeah. of our people that we say we love. Maybe, you know, sure. you know, observe maybe where they go to school and, you know, what they do for work. And maybe, you know, uh, know your worth. Know your worth. Yeah. Her. Um, yeah. Love it. Me too. All right. So... Closing thoughts. Fantastic <laughs> episode that had nothing to do with anything. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> it, it a was lot kind happened, of like, but nothing happened. Yes. Yes. I do feel that way. A lot happened, but nothing happened. Um, yeah, the storyline got closed up within minutes. Yeah. The entire storyline revolved around this person that we never really saw. We were never going to see again. Unlike last episode, where at least the entire story revolved around mm-hmm. um oh goodness what was her name i have to go back and i have uh, to go back in conico. my notes now conico yes Prin- mm-hmm. princess, princess conico, conico. Ooh, we where we at least again. saw from the very beginning and we saw her story and how that played yeah. out we didn't get that here no which, which is, is fine. Fine. It's fine it's fine it's just <laughs> you know and then it just makes it feel very disconnected from where the anime was going yeah 
side story. Yeah. It's fine. And, and, like, and then it was the typical, oh, gotta protect Haruki's true gender. Yes, um, of and, course. You know, like, That's that was the main down to. plot point again. And not saying that I don't love it, but also, like, maybe can we get a bit deeper, you know? Mm. Like, like, go deeper, you I know? I hope we're going to get deeper. So deep. Next episode. Bye. Bye.